now listening to the Let's Go With Will podcast. As always, let's go. Yo, what's up, everyone? It's great to see y'all again. Whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I want to thank y'all for subscribing to the channel and coming back to support episode 140 of the Let's Go With Will podcast. As always, I'm your humble host, Will. And the NBA Conference Finals are going exactly how I called them. The Warriors are up 3-1. I'll be discussing that series and how I called the Warriors winning in a gentleman's sweep 4-1. Will it happen? We'll be discussing it on today's podcast. And I'm also talking about the Heat versus the Celtics. I called it. The Celtics are going to win in 6. Right now it's 2-2. Two two. It's going exactly the way I pictured it. So we'll be discussing the key points to watch for both of those series. I'm also going to be discussing DeAndre Aiden's contract with the Suns and why the Phoenix Suns are slowly starting to crumble before our very eyes. Did their championship window close already? We'll be talking about it on today's podcast. As well as the Nets and the Lakers. This week, there was an interesting discussion talking about how they met up during the draft night or the draft lottery, whatever you call that. There was a meeting between both teams. Are we going to be discussing possible trade scenarios in the future? I don't think so. But on this podcast, just for giggles, we'll be discussing possible trades between Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Ben Simmons, the whole team. We'll be discussing that on today's podcast. But before we begin, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor this week, Let's LetsGoWorld.com. You guys already know I'm going to continue sponsoring the podcast. Take a look at this shirt, this logo, this design. Has not been in production in over a year and a half. And look at the quality quality of the shirt. No cracks on the print. Shirt's still in good condition. And that's because I put out the best quality I can. So make sure you guys tune in. You guys already support by tuning into the channel, by watching or listening, whatever form of um you whatever form you decide to consume the podcast, you guys are supporting. But if you want to go above and beyond, make sure you guys go check out let'sgoworld.com and click on the merch section. Grab a couple t-shirts. It won't hurt you. And I would thank you guys for that. Now, this week's words of wisdom is, it's okay to take a personal day. It's okay to take a mental health day. The reason why I want to bring that up is because, especially, let's go ahead and use my age, for example. It was my birthday like two weeks ago. I'm 27 now. I'm on a grind mode where I'm constantly working, whether it's at my personal job, whether it's here in my business, whether it's doing my basketball vlogs. I'm on a constant overdrive and I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. And sometimes you do get fatigued. Sometimes you get mentally just drained. And then the content is not so good. It's okay to take a step back and take a day for yourself to just refresh, to just rest your eyes, rest your brain. It's okay to do that. Make sure you love yourself. Make sure you take those mental health days to yourself. Whatever day it is, whether you choose it to be a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever day you choose, take those days for yourself. Because when you come back, you're going to be rejuvenized, you're going to be energetic, and the quality of content is only going to continue to go up. And that's only if you're refreshed. And even though you love something, sometimes you need to just take a day, take a break to just recharge. That's all you need to do. So make sure you guys take a mental health day at any point during this week. And make sure you guys continue doing it going forward. That way you refresh, recharge, and ready to attack whatever goal you have. With that being said, let's get right back into the podcast. And as always, let's go. 
Easy buckets. The conference finals are going exactly how I called them. I had the Warriors winning in a gentleman sweep 5-1. I had the Celtics winning 6-2. And as of right now, it's going as I projected. Round of applause. Give myself a round of applause because right now, I just can't miss. I'm calling it as it's going. But let's discuss certain key lines for each series. That way we are able to understand the breakdown and why I pick certain teams. And one common thing I'm going to be discussing on both sides is being able to have a supporting cast that's there consistently. That happens everywhere, whether it's in your life or at work, especially in basketball and in sports. Those people around you, if you don't have people with high energy, if you don't have people that are going to be consistent with you, whatever goal you have, it's going to be harder to achieve. And it's the same thing in sports. We've seen it in the first series that I'm going to be discussing, the Warriors versus the Mavericks. Let's go ahead and pull that up and let's talk about it because as of right now, it was a key storyline to watch out and especially in this Mavs series. It's 3-1 right now. The Mavericks got a crucial win against the Warriors and they won by 10 points, 119-109. But not only did they win, the Warriors had a good game. The Mavericks, finally, every single player that was supposed to step up, stepped up. And we're talking about Finney Smith, finally came in clutch, 23 points. Bullock finally came to play. And the reason I say that is because I understand you have a bad day. I understand sometimes it's not your A game. But for Bullock to have zero points, that ha- that's a big issue. He finally contributed in this in this series. And in this game, 18 points. You had Brunson as well scoring 15 points. You had Luka Doncic scoring 30. You had Didwitty. Even though it wasn't his consistent 20 points that he has been putting up, it was 10 points. And everyone's plus and minuses. It was on the highs. Only only Green and Bertans were a negative and plus or minus. And that's extremely key to play. Or that's extremely a key factor when you're playing against a team like the Warriors. Because if you make mistakes... The Warriors are going to make you pay for it. You already know how light, lightning or how deadly their three-point shooting is. Clay Thompson might not be the same he was as he was a couple years ago, but he's still Clay Thompson. Curry's still Curry. Poole stepping up. And Draymond, you already know what he's going to be giving you. Looney, so far this series, has been a little underwhelming. Not only because of his scoring, but his rebounding. Five rebounds. Six rebounds. Then in one game, he has one block. Other game, he has zero. It's just inconsistent, especially at your center. Looney Nets needs to step up. And I'm not going to go all press the fire alarm, play, um, press the panic button. The Warriors are still going to win this series. But if they want to win the finals, certain things they got to do to step up. And yeah, Dallas won this past game. But you know what? At the park, at the gym... Sometimes a team wins that they shouldn't have won. Or sometimes a team wins, but you understand why they won. And I'm not saying the Mavericks, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the Mavericks is a subpar team. But when you compare them, how deep their bench is, how great their starters are, they should be. it should have been a sweep by the Warriors. But I knew Luka Doncic and the Mavs were going to be able to sneak one. I still got the Warriors winning the next game and heading to the finals. But those are just some key things I wanted to discuss because whoever the Warriors face in the finals, if they have performances like this, the way they played against the Mavericks in game four, 
It's going to be a long series. It doesn't matter if it's Miami or the Celtics. So let's go ahead and move on and talk about them because this is a series that I told you, whoever wins this series is definitely going to most likely win the championship. And that's hard to say because you're going to play against the Warriors. But I feel the Eastern Conference this year was the harder side. It was a harder conference. Warriors had an easier route so far. But let's not talk about the Warriors right now. We're talking about the Celtics and the Heat. Let's talk about two key injuries that we had to keep an eye on this week. Let me go ahead and pull this up. Tyler Hero did not play for the Heat. Marcus Smart did not play for Boston. And this affects the Heat so much. Because I said at the beginning of the series, the Heat played great defense. The Celtics played great defense. The Heat's offense is a little subpar, and especially if they don't have their fully loaded roster. The Celtics, on the other hand, are great offensively as well. So when defense matches up, it's about who's going to be able to score for you on the offensive side of the ball. And I don't think the Miami Heat have the offensive power that the Celtics have, nonetheless, without Tyler Hero. So without Tyler Hero, you guys saw in Game 4, it was a much different series. It was a blowout, 102-82. to And it's a back-and-forth blowout before on both teams. Well, that's why it's a great series, because you never know who's going to be able to win it. Even though the Celtics won this one, there's still things that they need to adjust in order to continue playing, to play great basketball in order to advance to the finals. And they got to keep moving the ball around. I know they have Tatum, and they they do a lot of one-on-ones. And this is goes back to the Mavericks as well. The Mavericks do a lot of one-on-one with Luka Doncic at the top. The Celtics don't do as much, but they do rely on Jason Tatum a little bit to go one-on-one when they should just keep distributing the ball. You saw the great rotation that the Mavericks had, and you saw the great rotation that the Celtics have. When you play team basketball, it gets you open shots no matter what. And then, yeah, you could rely on that one-on-one. You could go pick and roll up the top. But if you consistently rely on that, there's no movement, and then no one wants to play defense. So the Celtics, if they want to continue playing, don't rely too much on that one-on-one basketball. It'll be there. Trust me, Jason Tatum is a great player. He's there for a reason. But don't rely too much on that one-on-one basketball. Distribute the ball. And they're hitting shots, so give them much respect. The Miami Heat just are not talented enough offensively. Duncan Robinson, yeah, he might have a couple points here and there, but he was so unreliable. He didn't even play a couple games in the last series. Even this series, his minutes are going up because Tyler Hero's not there. But overall, if they don't have Hero, they don't have that extra scoring. And it's not going to be a close series. So if Tyler Hero takes extra time off, it's an easy win for the Celtics. If not, it'll be much closer. But I already told you guys, I got the Celtics winning. The finals should be the Celtics versus the Warriors. Those are my two picks. Am I ready to crown the Celtics as the the finals champions? I'm leaning towards them, but I'm not ready to say just yet. I said this series was going to determine who's going to win the finals. And I want to stick to my word. But when I watch the Warriors, they're still a powerhouse to take serious. I'm not saying the dynasty's over, but I'm liking the Celtics and the way they've been playing. I'm excited to see that series, but we got to wait. We got to see who makes it out the conference finals. If it goes the way I called it, which is starting to go like how it is right now, the Warriors and Celtics are going to make it. 
And I'm excited about that. It's about when we get that breakdown. Whose bench is going to step up more? Whose bench is going to be more consistent throughout the finals? That's a key thing to watch out for. But let me not talk about the finals too much because watch it be the funniest thing ever that the Mavericks end up coming back and the Warriors blow a 3-0 lead and the Heat end up winning the series. Just my luck. That would be the funniest thing if that were to happen. But the way things are going right now, it's safe money to say the Warriors and the Celtics. If I'm wrong, I'm going to be so upset. I'm going to come on the podcast and I'm not even going to be able to look at the camera. The whole podcast, I'm just going to be looking down. But you know what? It happens sometimes. That's the game of basketball. That's why we love basketball. I don't know about you guys, but that's why no matter what, even if it's not a big market franchise or whatever, everybody wants to use the stigma about, oh, the Lakers and the Nets are not in the fi- or the conference finals or this and that. And this is coming from a huge Laker fan. I'm, I'm a huge Laker fan. But I'm an even bigger basketball fan. So at the end of the day, I watch basketball no matter what. And you guys can tell by the way how passionate I am when I'm talking about sports. I love watching playoff basketball. And this year, definitely, the East has been a little more... It has been the more difficult side in the in the finals or in the, the playoffs, excuse me. That's just my opinion. What do you guys think? You guys should let me know. But speaking of the teams that did not make to the play or had an early exit in the playoffs, let's talk about the Suns situation right now. There's been reports that DeAndre Aiden has had contract negotiations go sour with the Suns. There's issues with him and Phoenix coming to terms about a contract extension. Are we starting to see the demise of the Phoenix Suns? Are there championship window? Closing right before our very eyes. Are they even considered a championship contending team? There's a lot of things to talk about this team. But let's talk about the progression of timeline. DeAndre Aiden going number one in the draft. In a draft where other players, you guys already know who we're talking about. Other players could have gone number one. Most likely should have. But didn't fit the roster that the Phoenix Suns had at the time. You had Booker. You were banking on him. Now, fast forward to last year. They make the finals, had a lead, blew the lead. Injuries took a part of it. And then this year, losing the second round. So is it rebuild time for the Phoenix Suns? It's too early. And I'm not saying that they're going to go in a different direction. But this is a very important stage in the crossroads for their future. Is DeAndre Aiden a max player? For this roster... He should be. He fits the scheme. And even though this year his playoff minutes were starting to dwindle down, he was starting to be limited in certain games. I still think he should fit this roster perfectly because the way it's set up, you have him dominating the paint. You got Booker, mid-range three-pointer, and you got CP3 being able to distribute to everyone. It's just about them being able to play at a high level on a consistent basis without having to worry about injuries. We've heard the Chris Paul injury, his quads, and I don't really like to talk about too much injuries if they're not public, but there was rumors that it was another injury. Aiden was not seen eye to eye with the coaching staff, and there was also injury rumors. So let's not talk about those. Let's just talk about the facts. The facts is, is he worth a max contract? That's debatable. 
But in this market, he's definitely going to get a max contract. He's either going to get it from a team that's going to offer it to him. And if a team offers him that big contract, the Phoenix Suns are going to have to match it. If I'm not mistaken, DeAndre Aiden is a restricted free agent. Let me go ahead and just pull it up before I even start talking. Uh, DeAndre Aiden restricted. Yes, he is a restricted free agent. See, that's why beautiful thing about technology is right there. Andre, uh, DeAndre Aiden is a restricted free agent during the 2022 offseason. So a team would definitely give DeAndre Aiden a max contract offer. Now, it all depends on the direction the Phoenix Suns want to go to for their future. Are they going to continue investing in someone that had their playoff minutes limited during the second round? Are they going to be able to depend on him to be consistent throughout the playoffs? That's a question that the Phoenix Suns need to answer this year. Because 100%, DeAndre Aiden will get a max contract from someone. It all depends if Phoenix wants to match that. And it depends on how much or how much they're willing to spend on one player. So it's at an interesting crossroads with DeAndre Aiden. I've said it plenty of times. I feel he fits great with his roster, but it's too much one-on-one sometimes. And I keep saying that about every every league, but that's the NBA. It's, it's a one-on-one league. So we'll see what happens with DeAndre Aiden. But if something critical happens where they let him go and they don't get someone to be able to replace him, they got McGee, but McGee's not really a, a star a starting, like someone you can just bank on to be a center. He will give you good playoff minutes as a backup, as a starter. I don't think so. Let's see what happens with DeAndre Aiden and the Suns, but their championship window just like that, it could be dwindling down. Who knows? Another team that's championship window dwindled down quickly this year are the Lakers and the Nets. And it hurts me to talk about as a Laker fan. You guys already know I've been going through it all year. But let's talk about it. There's been reports that during the NBA lottery, the Nets and the Lakers met up. That they were having discussions about potential trades, about potential draft picks being swapped. In my eyes, that's all just for media. That's all just for public speculation to keep the Nets and the Lakers name and organization in the limelight, even though they're not in the playoffs. There is no trade that will go down between the Nets and the Lakers. You can guarantee that. But it's fun to discuss the possibilities. A Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving trade, which I highly doubt will ever happen. But it's fun to speculate. A potential LeBron James trade to the Nets. Now, this one is very interesting because if I'm thinking long term, LeBron James, let's be honest, he's not going to play in the league for another 10, 15 years. He, he has maybe about five, less than five years left or five. I don't want to put a timeline, but he's for sure towards the end of his career. So if you're thinking about long term, the Lakers should think about possibly offloading his contract to somebody else and i heard or i was reading rumors about a potential lebron james to the nets and we get a couple draft picks back and also ben simmons that might be a nice trade but overall i don't think no trade will happen between these two teams it's all for speculation it's all to keep the names in the limelight 
while they're out in Cancun. And it's hard for me to say as a Laker fan, knowing that we're in Cancun. <sighs> it should have been our year, but you know what? Shoulda, coulda, woulda. It don't matter. No trade will happen from this. This is all speculations. Rob Palinka and Sean Marks. Nothing is going to happen. It's just all for public speculation. There's also other things we want to discuss. Like the... I mean, we kind of went over everything already for basketball. We went over the brackets. We went over key stuff. We went over the importance of having key role players on your team. Something I want to quickly discuss once again is... Let's go back to the Warriors-Mavericks series. The Mavericks do have a chance, especially after Game 4, to make some noise, to possibly force a Game 6, or possibly even force a Game 7. Do they have it in them? I don't think so. I think they rely too heavily on one-on-one basketball. The Warriors are consistently moving team and when i say that i mean they're consistently moving on the side picks they're consistently setting down picks they're consistently moving from side to side and they have great ball rotation a team like that is going to be hard to tire out a team like that is going to be hard to consistently close out and stop them from shooting that three-point shot a team like that that's con you've seen the um videos on house of highlights and espn where Steph Curry goes for the down pick with Jordan Poor, Clay Thompson, and they hold each other's hands and they do like a swing and they go around. A team like that, just the chemistry is on point. And I feel the Mavericks heavily rely on one-on-one basketball. There's like three or four possessions where they just go Luka up top, Luka one-on-one, or they go pick and roll up top that leads to a one-on-one. It's not great team chemistry. And even though they won in game four, if they want to make things interesting, they got to move the ball around a lot more. Do I think they have the potential? Yeah, it's there. But the Warriors are too stacked. This is the Warriors series, and I got them advancing to the finals. With that being said, that's going to be it for the podcast. We got fight talk coming up next week. We definitely will be addressing some things. But since it's the conference finals, you guys already know it's mostly basketball talk on the podcast. But next week, we will definitely have more fight talk. And pretty soon... Football's coming up. Football season's coming up. We'll be discussing that. We got a lot of things to talk about. But for now, that's going to be it for the podcast. Before we end, let me go ahead and give you guys my song recommendation to add to your workout playlist this week. This song is called Goat by Simba. You guys already know I got to lower the volume so I don't get flagged or demonetized by YouTube. So let me go ahead and play it for you guys. This is Goat by Simba. This is a great song, whether you're playing basketball, out for a run, playing music over the speaker while you go for a swim, whatever it is, make sure you guys add this song to your workout playlist. It is Goat by Simba. With that being said, once again, shout out to the sponsor, Let's Go World.com. Shirts are great quality. Do not crack, do not break, and they fit nice. Make sure you guys go tune in. And once again, thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Without you guys, I'm just a guy talking to a camera. Or looking at a camera, talking into a microphone. So I greatly appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in and supporting the channel. Make sure you guys subscribe and hit those notifications. And once again, you guys are the real MVPs. And as always, let's go.